it's us and we're back <laughs> and you're tuned into channel ascension welcome to our frequency yes what would we say we are a podcast about you know spiritual consciousness and elevating yourself elevating yourself yes channel ascension that's what this is about, and you're t- you're tuned in. Hey, okay, you are tuned into Channel Ascension. Fam, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you when you really think about it, you did tune into our frequency. Mm-hmm. They've created a whole new radio dial. I like it. Yeah, and you don't need static on this radio dial. You it, just pick which one you want to listen to. Right. Eliminate all the bats or all of the. The, the stuff that you don't like. Yeah, all that middle commercials. Stuff. Some have commercials. Some have commercials. However, you don't have to uh, set your dial to do this. All you gotta do is go to a site and click, and boom, there you yeah, go. You're there. Yeah. You have it set up to your phone. It comes directly to it. Fast Updates. forward. Fast forward. Play or in double time. time. Right. Or slow it down. Yeah. How do you listen to us? Ah! Y'all listen to us on 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> I do that to my books when I'm listening to audiobooks. Same, 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 same. It's just like, you know what? That, like, I was going through my Audible collection last night and just, like, looking, and I have an audiobook that's 21 hours. Whoa. Okay? Do you know how much I've listened to it? Like, five minutes. Because that 21 hours is so daunting. daunting. But that was before I understood the double time and, like, all that and listening to it. So I should go back and listen because... Now, like, looking at something that takes 11 hours doesn't seem that crazy. Right, right. It's just like, okay, I can get through this in five. Yes. Or six or seven. Like, 11 is not so bad. I can just, like, listen to this when I'm commuting. Right. I can listen to this, you know, when I'm working, doing things in the house, when I'm cooking, whatever, whatever. Absolutely. And that really helps me get through it. So, I don't mind if y'all listen to us on double time. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Not that it would matter. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I love double time. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to us on li- listening to us on double time, cool, cool, yeah. That means you're trying to get through all of our episodes. You want to get through our episode on the long? And I want to kind of like make it seem like it's four <laughs> times, you know? <laughs> oh, if you're listening to us, you want to talk really fast so that they think that they're going really fast and they're talking like they're listening <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> Or if you have a strong point five. And just speed it up. No. Pooja. Pooja. I like to hold it down there. That was funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm dead to bed. Oh, that was great. <laughs> she really slowed it down. <laughs> yes, I did. You did break. You did break. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. We were just I talking about how you said you. Probably yeah, he proud of you too. He gave you a kiss. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So if this is your first time listening, <laughs> what an introduction. Right. <laughs> If this is your first time listening, yeah, definitely. If this is your first time listening, that was quite the introduction. <laughs> right. And um, we hope you'll go back and listen to the other episodes. <laughs> and if you're a return listener, what up? Hey. Thanks for coming back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you so much. And we hope 
that you will continue to tune in. Yeah. Yeah. Turn us up. Yeah. Turn it up. Turn it up. Dream is trying to turn up. (laughs) He's a silly goose. Anywho, so we're getting into a pretty serious topic. Um, And it's about victimhood. Yeah. What? Yeah, we we just brought down the hammer. (laughs) Brought it down. Um, Victimhood. And, you know, when... You allow life happen to you. You know what happens. Life happens. Mm-hmm. And when life is happening, that means that you're out of control of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time, we've been conditioned to think that we are not in control of our lives when we absolutely are. hmm and then we give ourselves now the justification to be able to blame everything else except ourselves right. for what is happening. And then that's why things never get fixed because we're looking for other people for the solution when we are the solution to the problem. Right. And so instead of looking to other people, now you're blaming other people. And when you blame somebody, the other side of blame is a victim. That's what on that's what's on the other side of blame. So while you blame someone, now you've become the victim because you're blaming someone. And that's what we're talking about as far as victimhood. Yeah. You know, we've all felt like a victim out there. Yeah. That doesn't mean that victims don't exist. Right. Because they definitely do. Right. You know, because if you feel like a victim, then you're you're, you're a victim. victim. Right. And I don't think that there's there's nothing wrong with it because there's nothing wrong in the world. It's just the way that we look at things, right. pretty much. Um, so there have definitely been times where I felt like a victim, or it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm to this, or oh my gosh, it's like this person did this, or oh, I'm having such a rough time at work because this person said this to me, and it's just like, you know, if I would have just looked inward at myself and look at the situations in an objective way then you know then I kind of have to come to a conclusion that that there is no victimhood there you know if I'm able to look at things differently and find um a solution even if the even if what has happened is long ago just looking at it differently takes takes you out of victimhood or can take you out of victimhood right absolutely absolutely um and yeah, just to piggyback off of that, you know, not looking inward and putting the blame on someone else, again, it takes away your power to be able to rectify the situation because you're putting the onus on the person that you're blaming to fix it. When, why would you think that the person that you blamed who broke it would now fix it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And if you know, the only way you know it's broken is because that means that you know the solution to fix it. Mm-hmm. You Or you know that there is a solution to fix right, it. Right, right. That's a really great indicator. That's an easy indicator yeah. to understand. Right. So if something is broken, then that means that you know that there is a way to fix it. You may not know necessarily how, but you know that, uh, this ain't going to work. Right. <laughs> this is not working. 
And so now it's your responsibility to fix it. Mm-hmm. Because how could you sit there and say, you know, it's not working and then you don't fix it. You know, you don't like those people. Like she knew that she did that and she went and just acted like she ain't stole. She, okay, let's talk about that. The person who stole the money out of the purse. I know they have this joke on Twitter all the time. Uh, uh, yo, you got this boyfriend who know he stole the money out your purse, but helping oh. you find, helping you find it, helping you, all right, trying to help you find it. That one. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh. And so then, when you do find out that you know that this person stole it, and you, they knew all along uh-huh. that they are the ones who stole uh-huh. it. That should happen in real life, right? So you know you don't like that person. So why would you now? See something is broken and not say anything or do anything to fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are just like that boyfriend who steals money from the person and helps you find it. Mm-hmm. You are no different. Mm-hmm. So stop being that person <laughs> and find the solution to the problem. You have to find the solution. You have to work to start to find the solution to fix the issues. Instead of sitting there, you know, in the spirit of blame. Because, again, now you're putting that power in the other person's hands to fix it. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about, like, reframing brains and, like, changing our words around and stuff like that. So it's just about thinking about the situations in a different light. So you see... um where it can be corrected like where can you find just a solution it doesn't have to be the solution but like you know like these things that we think about come from somewhere the programs that we have and that we're running so it's like if your family kind of feels like you know life happens at them and that they can't solve things it's like it's going to be a lot easier for you to feel the same way too right so yeah figuring out that I think what you said was a, a great a great indicator of on the way to a solution. Right. And yeah, like Ari said, programming your mind to think to automatically become the victim. Yeah. And deprogramming that to become the victor. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, how can you be victorious in this situation? Right. That's the question. Not, yes. not like, you know, who can I blame? Who can I yell at? Yeah. I see it all the time. But how can I become the victor? Right. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, girl. <laughs> so, because putting yourself into victimhood is descending you. And anything that is not or is, yeah, is not for your greater good. It brings you away from your higher self. Right. And here's the thing with, like, victimhood that's kind of tough. Um, Because no one wants to feel like a victim. No one wants to be a victim. We all talk about, um, you know, on Twitter, you know, are you blaming? Like, this is victim blame. And, you know, like, no one wants to shame anyone at the end of the day. Like, or at least I still, in my mind, believe that that's not a lot of the intention. Like, that comes across when people are trying to explain things. Um, but we do have to know, like tying into our higher self, that there's always another choice that can be made in the moment, you know, and one choice can, 
it's possible that can take you down. It's another choice that could possibly keep you the same, but there's always going to be a choice that's going to lift you higher. Right. It's always going to be at least those, those three, three options. options. Yeah. And so it's just like when we choose the higher option, that's a step out of victimhood or a step that's leading us from victimhood. So it's just like we just have to know that there's always an option and you have to understand that when you don't choose that option, that's how you can feel. Right. Or feel like feeling like, feeling like a victim. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So choosing to follow your higher self. It keeps you away from going into the into the into the deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really like it's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> you go higher, so you don't go deeper. All right. Right, but sometimes going deep is good. So, yeah, it, it depends. Yeah, yeah just like depends. you know, yeah. it depends. <laughs> conspiracy is the language between uh-huh. you know, language is a conspiracy between two people. <laughs> so going deep into your inner self, into the unknown uh-huh. parts of yourself. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, <clears throat> however, going in and well. Because going into the deep dark can also be very great as well. Mm-hmm. However, there can be a negative aspect tied into that. Mm-hmm. And when I say negative, it, it is about the actual meanings of the word. Negative meaning a state of receptiveness. Because when someone is depressed, yes, that is a negative state. Mm-hmm. However, bad that is another meaning that is no longer in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. When I say negative, that means that that person is in need of some positivity. Mm-hmm. That person is in a state of depression, that's a negative state, and what they need is positivity. Mm-hmm. They need happiness right now. Yeah. This person is in a state of reception, mm-hmm. a deep state of reception. And that's one of the deepest ones. And so, that form of Kabbalah mm-hmm. reception, it may that it, it, it takes you to a different area that may be unpleasant to you. So now you need to go to a more pleasant state of reception where you're happy to receive your friends. Right. You know? So uh, <clears throat> going down into those negative states and now having to take responsibility instead of blaming the things outside Mm -hmm. for your state of emotional being, whatever that emotional state is. It is part of the reason why it's difficult for one to take control of that feeling because they're blaming other people for right. that feeling. Right. You're, and you can't control everybody else. Right. You're so far outside of yourself. Right. And even saying this now, because I did used to believe that people could be depressed because they didn't have a job or they didn't do this or they didn't do that. And it's hard to say, like, damn, like, damn, they can't say anything. It's their fault that they're feeling this way. However, when you think about 
it in a way that when you are getting things that your way, that means that you're in control of your life. It sounds terrible to say that you're out of control of your life. So when you look at it that way, it's just like, yeah, now you have to take responsibility to say that, you know what? I was out of control. Right. And then the way, as soon as you say I was out of control and you decide to take control, you take control, you take control and shit start going the way that you wanted to go. Right. And so that's what I'm trying to say to people. Like, it's not like I want anyone to feel even more depressed by saying, like, it's your fault that you're depressed. But once you take responsibility for it, for your mental state, whatever it is that it may be, then you do it the way that you want it to be done. People who are, who are, who are happy, they're responsible for their mm-hmm. happiness. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be responsible for my happiness than responsible for anger or responsible yeah. for fear or responsible for hate. Mm-hmm. Those responsibilities are responsibilities that are unnecessary. Happiness is also an unnecessary responsibility. However, it's one that I want and I can have because it makes me feel happy. Mm-hmm. So that's my aim and my goal. And you take control over it, and it it it. I'm not even gonna. Uh, yeah, I'll refrain from saying that. Oh, it's harder harder than it seems, or it's hard. Who says hard is bad? That's the thing. Once you remove good and bad out of your vocabulary, just because it's hard, or just because it's easy, doesn't mean that it's good. Just because it's hard doesn't mean that it's bad. Right. And once we remove bad from hard, oh, it was hard to do, but I did it. Mm-hmm. And we don't even have to look at it as easy, hard. We can look at it as nothing but just a thing A thing to do. to do. That's just how it goes. Yeah. And that's the way that's the cookie the way rises. Hey, yeah. That's the way the cookie <laughs> rises. So... Taking responsibility, response, ability, mm-hmm. the ability to respond and respond in the way that makes or that allows you to feel at peace. Right. And then this like now thinking about it, it's just thinking about responsibility. It's just like, wow, I have the ability to respond the way that I really want to. That feels really good mm-hmm. to know that I'm able to do that. Right. It's liberating. Yeah, it is. And I never thought about it like that way until just now. Wow. <laughs> but it's like, that's pretty cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The way the world... Perception, your perception is your reality. Mm-hmm. So, and you have the ability to change your perception, perception mm-hmm. to make it whatever reality you want. And you can look at it in a negative light, meaning that it's in a state that's in reception of positivity. Mm -hmm. Or you can look at it in a positive light, which is also in a state of reception for positivity. (laughs) 
here for all of it. Yeah. Ooh. It's like the X and the Y chromosome. Right. Like a double, double. Right. X, so, <laughs> what state of reception are you in? Mm -hmm. Are you in a negative state of reception or a positive state of reception? Kabbalah. Let's get it. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. And I'm definitely over feeling like a victim. Right. <laughs> as much as I can, but at least I know the times that I do feel like one or if something comes up, that just means that it's just another thing to get over or get through. Right, right. It's another thing to get through. And uh, getting through something is not about denying your feelings. Right. It's about acknowledging your feelings and then acknowledging what you're going to do to resolve those feelings. Right, acknowledging the feelings, trusting that you can get through it. Right. And come out stronger on the other side. Right. <laughs> and then taking those steps that is that you need to take. Exactly. In order to do that. Exactly. And, and that's how you Become a warrior. Because mm -hmm. you're always winning at your challenges because you set yourself up to win. Right. You set yourself up to win. Are there any... I mean, I feel like I read so many books. I'm gonna, I would have to go on to my Goodreads <laughs> to see, like, what's helping. I mean, we definitely talked about Vernon Howard before to help us. Um, Sadhguru, Osho, different, um, different thinkers and stuff. Just me think of myself like, is there any, like, what book or whatever, maybe some something that someone can take back with them? Oh, I mean, I think we've steps. I think we've talked about um, human sharks, how to escape, how to escape. Oh, yeah. Human sharks, a hundred ways. I think we've talked about that on the mm -hmm. show before. And that's definitely, if you haven't picked up a copy of it, you need to get it. And A Thousand Ways to Escape the Human Jungle. Yes. Yeah. 1,500 Ways. 1,500, yes. Yeah. 1,500 Ways to Escape to escape the Human Jungle. These are phenomenal books. The first one we mentioned with the human sharks, it's a small little pamphlet. costs about $2.50. Um, and it really just discusses how people who they can it explains people who try to exert their powers and some of those people are people who are who remain in victimhood mm -hmm. who always feel like something's something is not going their way it's not right because it's not their way the way that they wanted it to go mm -hmm. or it wasn't what they wanted to do mm -hmm. and um one of them in the book it says to be leery of those people because the person who doesn't get what they want, who starts to like shout and scream, <laughs> is the most aggressive person in the room. Mm. They are highly aggressive. Mm -hmm. All what they do is they shout and they scream and yell, like, "Oh, I didn't get my way! I didn't get it on my way!" Yeah, you got to be careful of those kind of people. Yeah. So, and that, that... See things for what they are. See things for what they are. Yeah. And 
that person is willing to manipulate you just to get what they want. They're willing to cry, kick, scream, be upset, hang up the phone in your face, do all of that stuff, so upset because they didn't get what they wanted. All right. <laughs> so you have to be, and that person is a person who put themselves in the, as a victim because of course they're behaving that way because they feel like um, they didn't get they got something taken from them or they didn't get what they were meant to get. And so now they're having a tantrum because they didn't get what they wanted. That, but they're doing that because they're a victim. Right. So see what happens in your victimhood? You are now manipulating your per this person to give you what you want. And then at on the other end, the person who is receiving the blame is being blamed for just being a human being who can change their mind or who can be a jerk mm -hmm. <laughs> if they want to be a jerk right that's how you want to see them yeah you can see them as a jerk you can see them as somebody like you know what this is someone that i know i have to use somebody else to count on mm -hmm. this is someone who behaves in an unreliable manner yeah and then you move on. All right. Is there anything to be upset about? No. You know what? You just learned your lesson in unreliability. Mm. Real life example of feeling like a victim, street harassment that I'm like actively working on, you know, not thinking about it in that manner. Mm -hmm. um, because being a woman walking anywhere, anywhere you live is, you know, it could be tricky, but it doesn't have to be tricky. So I kind of had to like, change my mind and how I looked at it so I don't feel icky when I'm walking around people of the opposite sex mm -hmm. from feeling because I definitely did sometimes feel like a victim right to feeling not like a victim right and I, I have not experienced street harassment in so long right and it feels really good like even when people speak to me it's just like I'm friendly back you know, and it's just like it doesn't have to stay in any type of like yeah uncomfortableness or weirdness. I can just keep it moving, and it's fine. Um, and that feels really good. Yeah, definitely. It's never in a harassing like, hey, baby, let me talk to you. I really just be like, baby, like hello, and it may start to go on that. And I'm just like, hi, and I keep on going. You're right, and it just. And there. I went to write it last night, and this is, it sounds goofy, but I was just like, wow. Um, apparently, I was, you know, waiting at a light, for waiting for the light to change. And um, I guess I took in a deep breath, and this guy on, the, on his bike said, he was just like, wow, that was a nice deep breath. And I was just like, wow. I was like, this is the type of street admiration I like. Yeah. Someone complimenting me on the deep breath that I'm taking. Yeah. I'm working on my breathing. Yes. That's really cool. Like, thank you. That was amazing. <laughs> right. was, that is a compliment. That's a compliment. I like that. But yeah, that was a great compliment. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I had to get out of that space because I don't want bottles thrown at me anymore, you know? Right. That shit is real here in New York City. Right. Or anything worse, you right. know? So it's just getting out of that headspace and that frequency as we were talking about in our very elaborate introduction. Yes. <laughs> um, so that stuff just doesn't come to me because when you're feeling like the victim, 
you attract more things to make you feel like a victim. Right. That's, and that's, I don't want to live like that. Don't want to live like that. And that um, goes back to that unconscious belief. And if there's an area in your life where you're constantly feeling like a victim, right. there may be an unconscious belief here. And uh, unconsciously believing that you're a victim or that this happens to women is, you know, absolutely you know, is a thing that can continuously attract that thing to you. Right. And I have another example of street harassment. I was walking here one day, one day mm-hmm. and I crossed the street. And you know when you're walking down the street and I had to cross the street, you know, to a side that would have been better. But as soon as I crossed the street, there was, I saw a whole group of guys at the end of the block. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Um, because again, you know, you never know what's going to come up. But I was just like, no, I'm like, my mind, I'm like, stand firm in it. Like, be okay. And when I, no one paid me any mind until I got to the, to the end of the group of guys. And one said hello, and another one, like, bowed at me. And I was just like, wow, it made me feel like like a real queen. Like, I didn't have to do anything. I didn't say anything. And I'm like, this is so cool. Yes. I'm like, I love that. I think that was the first time I really realized, like, wow, like, that shit really, that shit really changed around. And now it kind of makes me feel like I'm being of service. Yeah. <laughs> Kabbalah. Kabbalah. I will receive those vows and those hellos. Yeah, you know, I like that. Kabbalah. <laughs> okay, I'm here for that. Kabbalah. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, everything's been, um, yeah, I had to change my, my mind on that too. Mm -hmm. And, um, what I was doing where it wasn't happening to me that, 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 I mean, it was happening often, but it could have been happening more, Mm -hmm. but I would imagine myself as imaginary. (laughs) And for the most part, I mean... There were some times where it happened, yeah. but people wouldn't see me. And however, I'm like, um, I'm too gorgeous. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, you can be seen, however, and you don't need to be scared to be seen. Right. You don't need to be scared to be seen. You're right. a human being. Like, walk down the block and just walk. Right. And just walk. And don't think that this energy is going to come to you because it's not for you. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't. When people talk to me, they're like, oh, hey, sis. Or good morning, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Good morning, miss. And it's just it. That's it. It's done. And now I'm like, oh, good morning. Can I talk to you? Yeah. It's just a regular. Oh, yeah. hi. You're speaking to your neighbor. Yes. Yes. And I love that about my block because I love talking to my neighbors. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. There's one that calls me Dreamy just because I have the dog. And <laughs> every time he sees me, even if I'm without Dreamy, he'll call me Dreamy uh, to ask me where's Dreamy. Uh, <laughs> no, if I'm if not if I'm alone, he'll say where's Dreamy. <laughs> when I'm with Dreamy, he'll yell out Dreamy. Uh, I am not okay. a thing. So I'm still a little invisible, but okay, a little bit, <laughs> right? But you can interact with me on the, yeah. <laughs> that level. But yeah, so um, I had to change my view on that and allow myself to be the victor, and that's what's been happening. All right, I haven't allowed to bow to me yet. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my god, 
like that. Queen. You know, I'm like, oh, I've never seen anything like that before. What I was like, queen. wow. And I didn't have anything crazy on. I had on like a, like a baggy shirt. Like, not, whatever. Like, you know. Libra, so, Libra bummy cute. Because <laughs> you know they can't even go out bummy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Not I that think, I would either. But. I think I'd be. Go- so I think sometimes I'd be going out pretty bummy. I think I do sometimes. I swear. I don't know what she's talking about. I swear. No, leaders <laughs> cannot do it. They just cannot do it. But it was. Really, I know you don't. Really you're not telling me that you be going out with a bonnet on your head. Um, I have before. You have. I have. I'm One, very surprised. A couple times I was just like, I just want to see how it feels. <laughs> I didn't like it. Exactly. I didn't like it. So I'll, oh. I'll wear a hat if I have to. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Libra bummy cute. And I will put a scarf on and put my hat on over it. Though. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Your protection. But you're not going out with just that scarf. No. Exactly. No, no, no. Exactly. Libra bummy cute. <laughs> but yeah, that vow was something different. I was like, just happy like okay okay cool yeah so changing it kind of just goes back to you know identifying those unconscious beliefs and you know um, also giving away your power because when you give away your power you're also giving away your responsibility to the situation. Right. So when you give away your responsibility and say that it's not your fault, you're giving away your power. They go hand in hand. Right. Because, again, like I said earlier, if you realize you have the ability to change it, then that means you have the power to make it how you want it to go. Right. And then we can get just clear on what we want, kind of like with that the book that we were talking about and another show or whatever, yeah. um, The 53 Mystic Secrets Revealed. Right. Um, it's just getting clear on the your intent on what you want to manifest and what we're if you're feeling like the victim, you're manifesting victimhood right. or whatever other word you want to use for victim, right. whether it's you know poverty or uh, lack of whatever. Um, so like getting clear on what you want, and I'm sure no one wants to be clear on feeling like a victim, right? Like no one wants to feel that way, right. Right. That is something so to work what for. What do you want to feel like? Right. What do you want to feel like? I want to feel like a goddess. Okay. So maybe maybe because goddess is my word of the year, maybe yes. that's why I got that Ooh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes. So I will take that. Okay. But victim. All right. <laughs> that's right. She's feeling like a goddess. Ooh, la, 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 la. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, for me, the, I, that's really where the book is. Yeah. You know, it's about reprogramming your mind. and getting honest and, with ourselves. Yeah, getting honest with ourselves and um, realizing the ability that we have to respond. Our responsibility. Responsibility. Break yeah. it down. Break, Break it, down. it down. Break it on down. Break it on down. Yeah. I don't have anything to add to that. I think that sums up quite well. Oh. Where can they find us? They can find us. You can find us on iTunes. If you search Channel Ascension, you can find us. You know what? Where are you listening from right now? Yeah, <laughs> tell us. 
<laughs> channel dot uh channel dot com because I mean you have to be listening from somewhere. So yeah. uh find us on Twitter at Chan Ascension and you can email us. Email us, yes yeah, channel dot ascension at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Well we'll see you next time. Bye. Till next Bye. time.